You're listening to the Ask Drone You podcast. You ask, we answer your drone questions. Whether you're here to turn your passion into profit or you simply fly for fun, we're a community of learners and teachers who aspire to achieve greatness. We are Drone You. Hey everyone, and welcome to another awesome episode of Ask Drone You. As always, my name is Paul. And also, as always, my name is Rob. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you spending a few minutes of your day with us. It means a lot to us, and we want to hear from you. AskDroneU.com for the questions that are no doubt swirling around in your minds. Let us hear it. Definitely. We're excited for today's question, and I actually saw this amazing quote that I wanted to share with you, Rob, that I thought was so relevant to today's show, but always relevant in all honesty. And the quote was um, from someone on... Twitter. Um, His name is Dirk. And he says, it baffles me that we have all the information available online to learn anything for free or low cost, but you still have to pay $30,000 per year just to hear some professor explain everything so poorly that you end up learning it all from the internet anyways. (laughs) It just really made me think about, uh, you know, how the university system in general and you know when you hear this caller's question slash gratitude i'm uh, you know i'm really grateful for the people that see the value in what we do because we are not like anyone else we teach purely from experience that experience is showcased in the details and the systems therein it's not just like oh here we're going to cover a subject no we're going to go all the way down but we're going to tell you what you need to know and what you don't need to know so i'm grateful for the gratitude And today's question is brought to you by our upcoming subject tracking classes and our upcoming mapping classes. We only have, I think, two seats available for our August mapping class. September, we already have multiple classes booked. I still think that there is one class that has a few seats available. In addition, uh, you know, stay in tune with the community. We're going to be launching our second and third subject tracking training. We learned a lot from our first one. We're going to have a little bit better instructions of where to meet us. (laughs) So meet us on the lake. But man, that was so much fun. And uh, you're going to be seeing that video come out. We're also going to be advertising it a lot locally. So if you're in Colorado, you want to join us to learn how to create epic family memories while you're on the water. You want to know the systems of how to fly from boats and get the most from those family shots. You're not going to want to miss it. Check it out. TheDroneU.com also will be in the community this week. So look out for it. But let's hit that question. Hi, guys. This is Ben Connell out of Nashville, Tennessee. First off, I'd just like to thank you for, for Drone You. Like, it, it has really helped me out, especially the podcast and the modules. It has taught me so much. It has got me through the part 107. I, I really appreciate that, so thank you. My question is, I'm having a hard time finding clients. I've done everything that I, I can think of. I've cold called, cold emailed, called businesses, everything, from restaurants to real estate agents for residential and commercial and for the most part, they're just, they're uninterested. And it's hard because I can't build that much of a portfolio to showcase if I don't get the clients, even though I can go out and shoot different things that I have. But it's just hard. I started the business back in February or March. It's called Full Scope Dronography, www.fullscopedronography.com. I would just, if you got any advice on how I can get more clients, that'd be really appreciated. Uh, I fly a DJI Air 2S right now. I'm looking to upgrade to an Inspire 2. Primarily want to do uh, 
photography and videography, but I also wouldn't mind getting into mapping and uh, photogrammetry. So, yeah, if any, any advice would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. And thanks again for the podcast. Ben, thank you. Um, heartfelt question that we can absolutely relate to and understand. And uh, I guess the first thing I'll say is that you're not alone. It, it can be challenging. The other thing I'll say is that you said you started the business in February, March, which based on the way that you said that probably means you really didn't get rolling until maybe April. Um, I could be off on that, obviously, but man, it is, you're young, my friend. So we definitely will talk about some ideas for you, but uh, be patient, give yourself time, keep beating the streets. That's what, it, that's what it takes. Sounds like you're a kind of person that's going to do that, but I'm sure there's a few things that come to mind for you. Yeah. And, you know, there was also a few emotional things that have uh, come to mind for me as well, because sometimes, you know, you can be hitting the streets, you can um, be talking to certain people, and you may just not be talking to the right audience. You know, I think of there's a couple of things that I want to get to. So I'll, I'll say them right now so that you can hold me accountable, Rob, that we get to them in this show. But number one is all of the large scale DSPs are desperate for high quality pilots. Um, we have we're working with five right now and they are all desperate for high quality pilots. So it goes to show that the vast majority uh, uh, of places where you can go learn and whatnot are not producing good enough people. I want to talk about that point. Number two, I want to talk about Jake Levesque, uh, who teaches at our experience training. And he has an entire section in his photography and videography course where he talks about this point. And he did something um, that's very unique that no one else really does and I think is really important. And I think, uh, you know, as much as we have to have tough love on ourselves, that there's some tough love points that he makes that I'd like to reiterate uh, as far as making the best quality videos possible and those um, word of mouth referrals. I think that's point number two. And point number three is just literally creating content for the clients that you do want and focusing on making content that's better than anyone else's out there because you show people that you're better than the competition. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to worry about what is said. You don't have to worry about standing up for yourself. And I think that's a hard, important lesson that I've learned because moving into the point I wanted to make before I hit those three points is that sometimes the emotional burden of hitting the wrong audience and not getting traction. And it, sometimes it can feel uh, defeating and it can feel like you're losing motivation. But you have to remember, you know, why you're out there doing it. Because, you know, I always think of the story on Instagram of this little girl. Her dad left her a car uh, essentially as a methodology of a store of value so that she could sell the car and pay for her college tuition and all this and she goes to the dealership and the dealership is like, I'll give you, you know, uh, I'll give you $18,000. And it was like a old 69 Stingray Corvette, right? Really, really nice, beautiful, well-handled car. And she's just like, no, that's not enough. You know, my dad said I could get a lot more for this and they laughed her off the lot. She then went to uh, another used car lot and they offered her something like $12,000, like absolutely trying to take advantage of this girl. And then she's like, and then I went to Barrett Jackson and she shows her selling the car for $117,000. And she's like, the lesson is sometimes you're just not getting in front of the right audience. And for me, that's been a hard lesson uh, for me as well, because in the last few years, I feel like I've, I've really decreased the amount of videos that I produce that really give me purpose and that challenge me to really showcase my skill without ever having to open my big fat mouth 
and really be humble and really showcase, look, I, I don't need to say that I can do better videos than my competition. I'm just going to go out there and do it. And I think that's an important lesson for our caller is like, look, you may feel defeated. You may feel a loss of intrinsic motivation, but whether it's construction videos and having a recurring revenue contract just to do media for them, or whether, you know, it's going out and doing luxury ranch videos, or whether it's going out and doing action sports videos, or whether it's going out and this season is coming right now and shooting um, baseball and football games for high schools and colleges for either recruiting or for game footage. That's actually a huge thing in, here in Colorado. I forget the name of that company. That That's all they do. That's literally all they do. Yeah. And they're he, murdering it right he now. He recently changed the name, so I can't remember. Gotcha. Um, but it, it goes to show, and you know, I just watched a video where Mr. Beast said this too, and he's like, you know, everyone thinks I'm this amazing video creator. And he's like, I'm not. What I did is I just made thousands of videos and every time I made a video and, and I and I felt this when I was listening to him and he goes, every time I made a video, I thought it was the literal best video I've ever made in my entire <laughs> life. Right. So that confidence is good. Yeah, no, it is good. With the right mindset behind it. Yeah. And he's, right. he's like, but we wouldn't get traction on certain videos that I just thought were awesome. And I realized that my videos just truly were not that good, whether it was a lack of character development, whether it was too cheesy because I've been watching too many bad movies on Amazon Prime at home, which I'm super guilty of, um, whether whether it was just that. He goes, I just finally realized that my videos were not good enough. And you get to a point where, and we've said this a few times on the show previously, where your videos are just so drastically different from other drone videos that are out there that no one can compete with you. I'm talking about doing drone tours. I'm talking about doing very complex close-up shots of just like unique perspectives that people don't think about. Everyone wants to shoot super high, shoot super low, shoot super close, do the most complex motions with the smoothest tilt at a high frame rate that no one is doing. Because at the end of the day, once you master that formula of what people want to see, just like Tom Cruise has done, you just repeat that formula with the same you know, kind of story development, the same kind of denouement, the same kind of like character development and whatnot, and you figure it out. And it, look, I'm not perfect. I'm still figuring this out. And we're about to hop on a huge conglomeration of new video series that we're doing here at Drone U. And in all honesty, I would just say, if you go out and you say, look, I know you may have already done client videos for certain people to build your portfolio, but go out and challenge yourself and say, if I have 30 seconds to get the six or seven dopest drone shots ever of in construction, right? And you're flying really close, maybe even underneath the arm of a giant, um, not a bulldozer, but what do you call it? Uh, the backhoe. The backhoe, right? As it's pouring material in a beautiful background and you just have this amazing ascending orbit as you're tilting down. A shot that most people would literally pucker to a level 10. Yeah, Eric Jumper. That's who it is. Yeah, 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 who does those same videos. And dude, he's not even doing it for any other company other than his own. And he's got a following of like 100,000 people. Just he's doing it for fun. Yeah, just because he does it better than anyone else. And so I'm not trying to sit here and say you're not doing it good enough, but I have to sit there and say that to myself all the time of like, could you have done this better? And ultimately the answer is yes, because you get better and better and better the more you do it. And so I would just say you have to find your why. And if your why is getting out there and it's having fun and it's challenging yourself to do more and to do better and to do better than the competition to a point where you never have to explain it, it's just inherently understood 
then maybe that's your challenge. Maybe it's your challenge that you want to go out and, and get certain jobs. But look, let me get to, let me, let me work my way back to those first three points of getting jobs. Number one, you need to reach out to companies like Cyberhawk, like five by five, like five guys. Um, like, uh, those are three actually phenomenal examples because at the end of the day, what, where are drone jobs propagating the most? Rob, if you, let me just, before I put my little two cents in here, cause I've been doing a lot of digging on this recently, been doing a lot of data gathering. I've been listening to our clients, top three, uh, verticals of drone jobs that you have just heard about the most in the last six months. What would you say they are? Well, first of all, let me say we're going to do our next podcast is going to go deeper into this specific question. But um, top three, one of them has to be cell towers. Then I would say um, it would have to be inspections, which I know is a little bit broad, but there's various inspections, call it utility inspections, and then um, construction based stuff. Bingo, bingo, bingo. I mean, because of what's been going on in Congress the last two years, the development of infrastructure, whether it's, you know, the the leftists or the rightists, there has been a push for increasing and developing our infrastructure and making better infrastructure than just what we've built in the 50s and 60s. And I think the time is now, as we've seen with the funding of building of infrastructure, that look, it's even in the bills that they have to index all the infrastructure and prove that it needs updating before the feds send money to the state to get it done. So these drone inspections on utilities are massive right now. I mean, in what we're being asked to do for certain companies, it's really... Um, developing what we already did for the New York Power Authority. I mean, there is no larger drone program than the New York Power Authority. And you know who did all that training? Drone you. How? Through props. So if you're wondering where are where are the jobs, you've got to look at where is the money coming from. Now, I do absolutely believe that you can go out and get jobs outside of those verticals. Like for example, there's a lot of regional stuff going on. So real estate, I would say is not on a downtrend, but maybe on a reversion to the mean in a lot of areas in this country, but not so in Florida, not so in Texas, not so in Colorado, not so in Arizona. So, I mean, there are regional areas where you can still go out and get amazing creative jobs. And I mean, it just makes me think of, you know, what I want to do with our level two membership coming up this fall of going out and doing, you know, FOCO drone services and, and getting into luxury ranches and wake surfing and, and all this all over again. Because at the end of the day, you will never have a problem getting drone jobs if you can fulfill these three key things. And what are those key things? Number one is being a better skilled pilot than most of the people out there. In all honesty, if you're willing to put in the time and the dedication and challenge yourself in different environments, I don't believe that this is hard to do. It just takes time and practice. So you have to be number one, a better drone pilot. That means flying in close proximity. That means flying line of sight and FPV. That means being able to fly a consumer Phantom Inspire 2, Inspire 3, and being able to fly a Cinewhoop because clients love those video tours. I've written a lot about it. We were supposed to do our Cinewhoop production last week. Unfortunately, uh, our executive producer had a family loss. So uh, very, very sorry, Steve, to you and your family for the loss and uh, death in your family. But Cinewhoop is a big thing that we've been getting into. We've been talking to a lot of different pilots about it because it's, it's a high paying job. The more skill that you have, the higher the pay. It's that simple. 
But point number two is these drone service providers, the Cyberhawks, the uh, Fly Guys, uh, the 5x5s, what are they into? Just like Rob said, they're in three things, construction, utilities, and cell tower inspections, okay? There is actually a shortage of drone pilots. So, I mean, literally, I just, we, we had someone, we just had lunch with someone here in Fort Collins who's kind of becoming a part of the Drone U flight crew as we speak. And we we're like, look, we, we just gave him a bunch of drone jobs and said, just go do it. We don't want anything in return. Just go do it. It's ultimately your test. You either get it done right or you don't and we don't really talk to you anymore. So. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and we are, we're seeing these opportunities. One of our Drone U elite instructors who's based in the northeast part of the country is getting um, solar inspection jobs on a pretty large scale all over the country. And so he's telling us, help me find some pilots that can do this. In particular, let's start in Texas. And that's where the first place is going to be. So the demand is there. I think one thing that you might need to keep in mind, Ben, is that I don't ever want to discourage somebody from pursuing like what you're passionate about and what you truly enjoy. However, there might be a period of time, sort of a bridging of the gap where you go do some of these other jobs like Paul's talking about with some of these aggregators to truly learn and, and make relationships and meet people and build your confidence. Because the reality is, and I'm not saying you didn't sound confident, you, that, that's not it at all. But the more you fly, the more jobs you do, the more successful you are and feel the more that will exude to the people that you're talking about and the more that you'll have an opportunity to do the, the videography stuff that you're interested in. But I think the reality is, too, is the demand is just not in that world right now. Yeah. I mean, you can make a go of it. and But there's uh, a lot of other people that have drones that are working their relationships and they may not have the best drone footage as you're seeing. Mm -hmm. And they've already worked with people. And so maybe they're already past that excitement hump. But if you can go in there and showcase, literally show them better stuff, you will get meetings. I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's definitely a thing. I, I don't. So you talked about a lot of cold calling, I would say. I, we don't know what area you're in. So obviously that's going to play a role in what kind of jobs are available. Um, if you're in an area where there's a lot of sun, Nevada, Arizona, probably uh, solar is going to be a big part of that. But if you're in a maybe a resort area, then I don't know. There's like I think of Missouri and there's actually really beautiful lakes all over and resorts all over Missouri. You wouldn't necessarily think about that. Well, and, you know, there is a direct correlation in these resorts. And I learned this working for Marriott that they do new videos every single year, every other two years. Why? Because if their stuff seems dated at all, the perception of the client is that the hotel or resort is dated as well. So those jobs are constantly recurring. And honestly, they look for new people all the time because mm -hmm. they want to showcase different styles. I mean, Mandy told me that directly. So, yeah. And, you know, something else to keep in mind is um, <laughs> I always think of Dave GFY Schwam when I <laughs> when we talk about this stuff because he says don't say no to anything I know you're not saying no you'd probably say yes to anything at this point which is the right the right perspective but never stop selling and what I mean by that <laughs> I don't think there's anybody better than Paul at this so we bought a boat a couple weeks ago we're using it for subject tracking training and and just to help people with the action sports and it, it's going to be so much fun we're already enjoying it we had it's one class already so much fun <laughs> plus we just love being on the lake it's so wonderful but we're at the the <laughs> at the store buying the boat and Paul's like let me talk to your marketing people 
So they go get the head marketing executive. She comes down. I'm the best pilot you're going to find. I want to do videos for you. And so I promise you it will happen. It didn't happen right away. I have a meeting with her this week. There you go. <laughs> it will happen, right? But but not only that, that was a very direct correlation to us making a purchase where they probably felt like we should go get her and let her talk to him, right? So that was kind of a, you might say, eh, well, I don't know about that one. But another thing that you always do, and I actually, well, I'm not going to go down that path. But like if you're at a Airbnb or wherever you go, you're flying all the time. And... People will then invariably ask questions. I remember and Blue Lake Ranch, yeah. That's how Blue Lake Ranch happened. And so there's a lot of opportunities by just going and doing stuff and flying and then seeing what happens. People ask questions and then you can talk about what you do. So more of that. Who do you know? Um, I'm sure you've thought of that. I don't want to say something that's too obvious, but I don't want to leave it out either. Do you know somebody in the construction industry that might be an in? You never know what that right conversation is going to be. So I think it's great that you're doing the, the cold stuff, but maybe delve into a little bit more of the warm stuff if at all possible. Totally. Yeah. Work those relationships. I mean, those three points I wanted to hit too were one, you know, if you do it better and you show video examples and you just keep you keep working relationships that you are going to get jobs too. And I know these are not obviously in the correlated correct order, but the large scale DSPs and three is just constantly working on yourself and constantly going out and filming and getting better. Like you may think that you've gotten really good, but guess what? I promise you, that in two years, you will believe that you could have gotten better faster knowing what you, you'll you know then. So you you got to keep that in mind. And, and in all honesty, it's all about tenacity. And it's all about understanding why you're going out there and doing that and using it as fuel mm -hmm. to go after the jobs that you do want to do. So in all honesty, I think, first of all, thank you, Rob. I really appreciate that. Um, but when Rob talks about building relationships and just doing the things that you love to do, go out there and put out effort keep putting out effort. And then when you feel like you're ready to quit, keep putting out effort. And that reminds me of a, of a quote that my dad uh, always said. And I think this is actually very representative in the drone industry right now, because again, all these large scale DSPs still needing high quality pilots and there being an absolute shortage of them. And that is just when you feel like quitting, keep going. You know why? Because everyone else is going to quit at that point. And when you keep going, you're going to be the guy that everyone relies on because they realize how tenacious you are. And so just when you feel like quitting, just when you feel like stopping to chop wood, keep chopping wood. Absolutely. And one last thing. You'd mentioned that you do go out and you have gone out and you've flown. Um, I, I, I hear you that it's not the same as actually doing a job in terms of adding to your portfolio, but what I would say is that it can be. And I think one way to approach that would be to find a client that you would like to have and however you can work it out to go fly, whatever it is, whether it's really early in the morning before they open or at dusk before they or after they've closed, Go fly it and do your absolute best flying, the close, low stuff Paul's talking about. Maybe it's a dealership. You're getting close to the cars. Whatever. I don't know. They might have security guards that shoot you off for that. But you get my point. And then do a really good edit, right? And then just go have something, an actual product that they could actually deploy yeah. and show it to them and say, I did this for you. I can do more. So maybe something more like that as opposed to just, hey, give me a chance to do a video for you because that's... 
I don't know, you're removing every bit of risk for them if you've already done it, mm-hmm. right? And so maybe try that. And uh, I would imagine there's a myriad of places that you could go do that for. I don't know where you are, but it doesn't matter where you are. That's true. Yeah, 100%. Well, um, I definitely would say check out this podcast that we're about to do. Uh, it could be very helpful for you. Thank you again for the kind comments and keep chucking wood get better than other people, reach out to those companies that we've talked about. In all honesty, they need high quality people and they're not getting it from other places. They're getting it from DroneU. So thanks for letting us help you. This is another episode of Ask DroneU. We believe that videos, images, words, and sounds have the absolute power to inform, inspire, and entertain. We reject indecision, confusion, and vanity for they work against the community. We are united under the virtues of safety and knowledge. We are a training community of learners and teachers who encourage and energize each other to achieve greatness. We are pilots, videographers, photographers, freelancers, business owners, enthusiasts, experts, and apprentices. We are creators. We are the Drone Youth.